the blast from our past network. Hey everybody, it's your two favorite podcast hosts, Adam and Corey from Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and we have something very exciting to tell you about. That's right. We have decided to take on not just Seinfeld, but also Curb Your Enthusiasm, exclusive to our Patreon feed. So that means every single month we go episode by episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And the fun thing is, I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm before, so I am super excited to go down this road with you, Adam. But even better, when you join at the Curb Your Enthusiasm tier, you also unlock the complete back catalog of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, totally ad-free. So you get Seinfeld, you get Curb, and you get Adam and Corey. What else could you want? I don't know, maybe to dip my bald head in oil and rub it all over your body? Uh, I'm sorry, Corey, that's another tier. We're not ready for that yet. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. All right, well, now back to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. Cartwright! Cartwright! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! Nothing for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two super fans who have already gone through every episode of Seinfeld, and now we're giving you some extra content. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we're doing that because we love Seinfeld, and we don't want this train to end. We can't. Want, we think there's more stuff to talk about. And so today, what's one of the best and most interesting, well, not the best things, but one of the things that people talk about is all the different ladies that George and Jerry and Elaine and... Uh, not ladies, but the guys and whatnot, <laughs> and Kramer have gone through the significant others. Whether they're a low talker or a man hands or any of that kind of stuff or whatever, we thought it would be good to rate our top five. So you guys know us if you're listening to this episode, probably. You may not. Maybe you're new to the show and you wanted to check it out. Um, we're starting off sleazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're starting off a little dirty, a little sleazy, and we are getting our horn dog on. And so Corey and I are going to talk our top five Jerry's girlfriends in this episode. Yeah, we, we figured a good balance to this is our next episode will be top five Elaine boyfriends. So we're going to yeah. be sleazy there too, but we're just exactly. going to go on the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> exactly. We are, we're keeping the sleaze for everybody. Yep. Spreading yeah. it out equally. So... Um, what I did want to mention for Jerry's top five, uh, according to, um, other people who have counted and I was too late. I'm not going to count through all of that. I was just going through and finding what I could on the internet. Um, 73 different ladies Jerry has either like dated or have been on a date with or had some kind of like somewhat relationshipy thing between them in 180 episodes. So we had a big pool. This is going to be the biggest pool of different people to pick from. Exactly. And I just want to call out at the top of this, Adam and I had a lot of debating on whether Jerry actually dated Sue Ellen Mitchkey or not. Because she kind of used him in that episode, um, the the caddy and everything. And it wasn't like, I don't think, we both agreed that he didn't really, she wasn't into him and she was just kind of using him. So we don't really count her 
as one of his girlfriends, although some people do, and we've yes. seen it online. <clears> but <throat> yeah, if we did include her, yeah, we did not include change. her. If we did include her, my top five would would change okay. for sure. But uh, mine would not. But yes, it's it's important to say that. And what ultimately came down to is when we think of Sue Ellen, we think of the rival for yeah. Uh, for Elaine, she is not a uh, one of Jerry's girls first and foremost. She is a rival of Elaine, and that's kind of what what we consider. So, so, yep. so, so she did not make the list. All right, we're gonna do this in BFOP style. Corey does his watch list, uh, and we do our top tens and on blast from our past. And we're gonna do this where we go five to one. If someone has someone higher, we'll wait for the person who has them higher because they like them more. They sleaze on them more, mm-hmm. and so they can sleaze on them best at the top. That's is what right. we say. Yep. It's always best from the top. Actually, I like it from below too. So, <laughs> woo! The sleaze, baby. The sleaze. And this will have, this will be how we do every uh, you know ranking and everything moving forward, so we don't have to explain it again. Yep. So, yep. And uh, yeah, let's and, and let's then I think, sleaze it up. And I think we throw in a good bit of honorable mentions. And and just talk about because I mean I had a pretty sizable list. I mean it doesn't take much to make me horny, <laughs> but but I had a somewhat sizable list, and I don't want to bring up some of these ladies because yeah they dated some very good looking women. <laughs> they did. They really did. So kicking off number five on my list, I'm gonna go with uh, Lynette. Played by Amanda Peet in The Summer of George. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Uh, it's fucking Amanda Peet, you know? Like I, Whole nine yards. What more do I have to say? I yes, fucking love Amanda yes. Peet. And this was when she was dating uh, uh, Jerry. Uh, she was with the dude, remember? She was yeah, with well, yeah. Lyle. So, so there was an extra sexiness or weirdness, if you want. I mean, the option for a potential Devil's Three-Way was in the cards. I know, but... You and I both agreed that we loved Lyle. Lyle was, was fun. He was great. He was he, fucking awesome. He had it best in that situation, <laughs> I would say. He did. <laughs> but Amanda Pete uh, looked real good yeah. uh, That in that time. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a good call. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, my number five, I'm not expecting you to be as high because I remember you. I mean, I don't think she hit you like she hit me. And that is Tawny, uh, who was in season five, episode 11, The Conversation. Yep. And she's not on my list. So... She is the one that Jerry finds uh, the fungicide in her mm. apartment. She's blonde. Um, she's kind of got an, almost a unique face to an extent, but I think she's just beautiful. Yeah. And so she definitely made my list. But yeah, she's, I mean, she was fun. It's, it's her cat's fungicide and all this kind of <laughs> shit. But yeah, I, I like that situation. And, and I liked her. Yeah, Tan- so. not Tanya was Tanya was great. I mean, it's, it's honestly, guys and gals, it's, it's hard to pick from this, this whole yeah. list. But uh, someone who I freaking loved. I don't know if she'll make your list or not, or maybe an honorable mention. I love Winona, played by Kimberly Guerrero. She was someone I would have brought up as an honorable mention because she was very attractive. Yeah, she's uh, she was in the Cigar Store Indian episode. Jerry does not look good <laughs> in that episode to her, and uh, but she sure as shit did. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the very few non-white people that Jerry dated and they needed more of it. They would have been, it would have been nice to see more ethnicity on the show. We all, we all agree with that, you know? And I think if the show was done nowadays, it would be, um, I will say real quick, I saw Kimberly Guerrero on, uh, that show, uh, reservation dogs on, um, on Hulu. And I'm not going to lie to you. That's probably one of my favorite new shows that I've seen. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, my number four, my number four, is a girlfriend who is so hot 
she could get anything she wanted. It's Nikki, who is from season seven's uh, The Calzone. Oh, that's a good one. She's she's an honorable mention for me. She didn't make my sure. top five. She wasn't like a favorite. She wasn't the most interesting out of the girlfriends. It wasn't even like one of the best storylines. But she was very attractive. Yeah. And she could get anything she wanted. And Jerry could just sit back and it wasn't a problem. So, <laughs> But she was very, very attractive. And she got him out of a speeding ticket, remember? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All she had to do was go talk. So yeah, my top, my bottom, or my top five and four, both uh, blondes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, you, Adam, Adam's got a type, I guess. All right. Um, my number three, curious if she makes it your list. She is Jerry's most dated uh, woman on the show. I am talking Rachel Goldstein, played by Melanie Smith. She was in The Raincoats, The Hamptons, and The Opposite. Mm -hmm. She was also in Curb Your Enthusiasm. And I really think Larry David is the one that had a crush on her this entire time. I think you're right. Yeah, that episode of curb that with her yeah yeah at the therapy session yeah (laughs) oh boy i don't even want to bring it up you guys should go check that one out if you haven't was it season two or three (sighs) finale i think it was three something like that yeah Yeah. but oh man it was it was was wild no it must have been two then because three was the restaurant yeah so it was two yeah yeah so yeah so there you go i think oh I think, man i think larry david had a crush it's funny, on her yeah too. yeah she was i mean yeah she, she was actually there were times that we kind of forgot that she was still in the picture because you know they'd go off have other kind of storylines or one for other episodes and then she'd like be back on mm-hmm. an episode like you know at the hamptons or something yeah it's like oh i guess they're still a thing mm-hmm. so yeah she definitely dated for the longest and she is very attractive yep okay that was my number three what is your number three my number three is uh my first Actress who you would know, uh, and she was in the episode The Serenity Now, Lori Laughlin is oh, my number three. She's higher on my list, but I can talk about it now because she's my number two. Okay. And she, uh, so that's Patty. Patty. And, and yeah, she was in The Serenity Now, and that's Lori Laughlin. so yeah, kick it off. She really wasn't in that much of the episode. Mm-hmm. We remember when we talked about it, mm-hmm. she kind of, her storyline finished and she got... You know, Jerry was getting too angry, and she's like, oh, fine, we're done then. And then walks off, and it's like, well, we still have half the episode. Yeah. But it doesn't stop Lori Laughlin no, being hot as hell. No. And I really liked her short haircut, too. Yeah, it worked, like, it worked for her. But she also kicked off a storyline that I enjoyed, mm. which was Jerry sort of having yeah. feelings. Sure. And, and, like, you know. Oh, the salty discharge yeah, eventually. Kind of I, I liked that. Yeah. I liked that they addressed the him not having feelings and all that kind of stuff through her. But she she definitely could have been in it more. I wish she was in it more. <laughs> yeah, I do wish she was same, in it more. Same as you, Lori I mean, Laughlin. Lori you know? Laughlin became a crush back in Full House days. Yeah. Of course, you couldn't grow up in the early '90s, late '80s, and not have a crush on Aunt Becky. Yep. Um. And yeah, and she has aged very well. You know, even though Seinfeld's even not in jail, that, even in jail, <laughs> she's a terrible person for just buying. The funny thing is, she just I mean, they bought their way and kind of decepted their way of getting their kids into college but like that's what rich people do that's, they just she just got caught that she was just all, got caught. they just all got just caught. buy their fucking way into yeah. like into good schools and shit i think they just may used her as an example yeah you know sucks <laughs> sucks to be her man yeah. that sucks. Uh-huh. but all right uh-huh. so that was my number two yes my number two uh then is someone who is very very attractive but the thing that makes her so high on my list is all the skin we get to see. I'm talking sleazy. I'm talking sexy. I'm talking, except she got that part caught into a bike chain. <laughs> I'm talking Melissa 
from uh, the apology. Yeah. So she's the nudist. <laughs> the nudist. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And, there's good nude. There's bad nude. And I still kind of think that there is mostly just good nude. And I for know. her, there's almost always good. Nude. Yeah. For guys, it's it's mostly <clears throat> bad nude. Yeah. For women, it's mostly good nude. Yeah, and I'd I'd watch her do anything. Um, <laughs> Except get her something caught in the Yeah, I know you thought I was like, wasn't it a lady? Yeah. Is that what's happening here? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't think so. But she yeah, very and I think just seeing like some of these skins and some of these moments where they're kind of like blocking her and whatnot, it's still hot. Yeah. You know, you see like some side stuff or whatnot, you're just like, Oh yeah, yeah, dog. <laughs> so that's probably uh is what <clears throat> overpowered my I, thought. I, yes, I was gonna say I think so. All right, so my number one curious to see if it's your number one as well and here's the thing she became my number one in the finale it wasn't uh when she was originally in there but she looked amazing in the finale and i've got to go with sidra holland played by terry hatcher my number one is sidra <sighs> and it's the exact same reason she always looked good in that first episode because you see her in you know she's in the um the gym and, yep. and whatnot she's always attractive yep but it was when she came back came in the in. finale. Yep, and that Holy outfit she was wearing and everything. Holy crap! Yeah. yeah. Holy crap! She that was another level. Yeah, and here's the thing: I was I've never been like a huge Terry Hatcher no. guy, kid growing up, you know. But I, I mean, I did like her, but wasn't my favorite or whatever. But she blew me away in the finale. I loved her. Can I say I'm shocked? You gave us no Gertz. I know, and here's the thing. I think I just like Gertz in like Lost Boys. I don't know if I really liked mm. Gertz in this. I honestly, you know who I almost picked higher? The lip reader. I always, I, and oh. I forgot to pull her name. Yeah. Um, and I forgot what season, and guys and yeah. guys, I'm sorry out there. I'm sure you're driving off the road right now yelling at me. But you know what I'm talking about. The yeah. lip reader uh, from the tennis and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have actually, she probably would have been my number six or seven. She was mm-hmm. really high. Oh, wow. She okay. almost made it into it. But Gertz didn't, and... Um, you and I were lamenting Helen Slater being on there, but I don't think she like she didn't do much uh, yeah. uh, on there. Now, I guess I get. Did she never date Jerry? What about the Nazi? Oh, the the Nazi didn't date Jerry, but she dated him. Poppy, so that was uh, Suzanne Snyder. That was Poppy's daughter, right? So he Jerry oh, dated the same, her. The, you're right. She's the same, same actress, actress, but she looked better as a Nazi. She did look better <laughs> as a Nazi, and that's kind of why she didn't make the the list. Okay, and I, here's the thing. Y'all heard it on the episodes, but I, as a kid, grew up in love with Suzanne Snyder, but I loved her in Resident Evil, I'm sorry, Return of the Living Dead Part 2, an 80s movie. Loved her in that, um, but she didn't really resonate with me as much in um, Seinfeld. Same okay. as same as Helen Slater didn't. Same yeah. as uh, the, I mean the like, Gertz is hot, but like it just, yeah. she just doesn't She's not as much. Yeah, like and, and yeah, Helen Slater was one I wanted to bring up because because um, she is worth you know, crushing on back in the adventures of Billie Jean or the legend of Billie the Jean legend, Bill, yeah, love that and movie. Uh, Supergirl. Yep. But in this, you know, she played Becky Gelke, uh, <laughs> you know, um, like a former flame I think yeah. that, that Jerry goes and finds cute. She doesn't have much. It's literally like a cameo. Role. Yeah. It's very cameo. ish. So there's not much to it in the good Samaritan, but yeah, some other ones I want to call out. Oh, I, uh, Lois. Mm-hmm. I always liked Lois. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, um, he always uh, loved that because yeah. of the Superman stuff. Yeah, but she, I always thought she was the actress was cute, you know? Sure. Um, for me, um, Hallie, who was in the Friars Club, she was actually Susan's best friend. Yeah. She's very attractive, 
But I didn't really get enough of her on that episode, episode mm-hmm. and whatnot. I didn't really care enough, so she didn't leave that much of an impression. Um, Jerry's maid that he has sex with that he doesn't know if she's a prize because yeah, I, yeah. I, I liked her. She yeah. kind of was in my top ten, I'd say. Sure. Uh, Kristen Davis's Jenna uh, definitely made my top ten. I really thought she was going to make your top five because I know yeah. how much you love Kristen Davis. Oh yeah, but for me, it's just her the toothbrush that's in the toilet. I'm <laughs> no like, way. I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't no, put she, her in there. The thing, the thing, like she was really close. She was really close because she's got a very she's got a wholesome look to her. Yeah, she's got a she's got a super attractive but like girl next door type. Yeah, and I like that type. <laughs> so, yeah, you do. Uh huh. Um, let's see. Oh, Ellen, Christine Taylor. Um, part of the reason we hated the Van Buren boys was because they had a problem with her, and we couldn't tell why, and it didn't make any sense, and it just it fell flat terribly. Mm-hmm. But Christine Taylor is a wonderful woman, and and also someone that it crushed on from back in Hey Dude days. Yeah, so it <laughs> yeah, definitely you... all that kind of that kind of moved over to Seinfeld. For ben me. Stiller's, uh, I think, ex-wife now. I don't think they're married anymore. Oh, really? Anymore. I thought I... they were still married. Don't quote me on that, but I thought they were. I think they're up. still married. Yeah, well, I be- he would be an idiot. <laughs> I believe in love. There I believe in love. So. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, guys and gals, uh, we are going to play some trivia, some Seinfeld trivia in the second half of this episode to have a have a little bit of fun with it. But please feel free to comment on our list. Let us know your list. If you you know if you have other people that you like, higher, lower, whatever. Let us know. Leave comments on Facebook and our Patreon page. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be doing some trivia. We are pulling these from Seinfeld, the party game about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, they have a couple different questions. And you know what? Let's do all of them. They're going to start easy, and I think they'll kind of go harder. And so let's just kind of bounce back and forth. We'll start with, like, the easier ones, and then we'll go to – there's a multiple choice option, but we're going to we're gonna try to do them without the multiple choice because we're better. And then there's two of them that are quotes, and that's going to be tougher to get who said it. It's who said it, and it's going to be one of the main four characters. Okay. Okay, so let's, let's go through all of those, and I'll start us off. Which character bids on a set of Kennedy's golf clubs on behalf of their boss – but gets competitive and overbids by $10,000. Well, that's Elaine, of course. That is for, Elaine, of for course. Peterman. Can you name the episode? What is the name of that episode? Oh. I'm just throwing, I'm throwing I know, I know. Yeah, extra I trivia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can picture it. It's it's uh, it's when Newman catches on fire. It's the the cans, the the candle, shit. Yeah. The can, the can deposit. Oh, you're close. The bottle deposit. The bottle yeah, deposit, yeah. Close yeah. All right. Okay. Um, actually, yeah, let's go back and forth. Let's do the same ones back and forth. Okay. Who returns fire on a chimp at the zoo by throwing back a banana peel only to be asked to apologize to the ape? Uh, that is Kramer. Yeah. And are, are chimps, uh, are they apes? I don't think they're apes, are they? They're not apes. <laughs> They're not apes. They don't, they don't have it. Uh, uh, no, yes, they are. Chimps uh, are apes. Okay, they are apes. <laughs> okay. Apes don't have tails. We are apes. Okay. Monkeys. Monkeys have the are tails. the ones that have yeah, the tails. Yeah, yeah. Got so it. True. Okay. All right. We Ooh, did. We... Oh, you want to apologize to the monkey? <laughs> I just apologize to the monkey. We did find an error when uh, Adam and I were having mm-hmm. like offline doing these yes. trivia's. We found an error, so thought maybe we found another one. Yep. Um, the episode though, I, and I, I'm kind of curious. Was that the Cheever letters? No. Uh, yeah. No, it is the face painter. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, that's tough. All right. We don't yeah. really need to, I would just throw that out there. Okay. All right. Here is a multiple choice, but first I want you to try and do it without multiple choice. Okay. 
In the episode, The Maid, George decides he's gone as far as he can with his given name. What is his new nickname he chooses for himself? Oh, yeah, it's, um... It's T-Bone! T-Bone! T-Bone, baby! T-Bone. I, I wanted to say Coco, but that was what Kruger gave him. I was going to add on what is the name he ends up getting. Yeah. Coco, Coco the monkey. <laughs> Which uh, Coco was a gorilla and an ape, not a monkey. <laughs> All right, buddy boy. In the episode The Doorman, what was stolen out of Mr. Pitt's building lobby when Jerry, standing in for The Doorman, left his post? What was stolen out of Mr. Pitt's building lobby? Wasn't it the couch? You are correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now these are going to get a little bit tougher, I feel, because I played this one with Keisha, this game in general with Keisha, and sometimes these are tough. Um, so we're gonna, I'm going to say a quote, and you have to tell me which of the four people said it. Breaking up is like knocking over a Coke machine. You can't do it in one push. You got to rock it back and forth a few times, and then it goes over. Jerry. Jerry. Yes, in the voice. Okay. Both parties don't have to consent to a breakup. It's not like you're launching missiles from a submarine, and you both have to turn your keys. Um, Jerry, as well? Jerry in the strong yeah, box. in the strong box. Exactly. That was, yeah, exactly when uh, George wasn't allowed to break up with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. All right. For you, another one of these quotes. You could throw a dart out the window and hit someone better than me. George. George. Of course. Is correct. All right, I'll give you one more of these quotes. I hope prune juice is all right. It's the only thing I had in the, that was chilled. That's George. Yeah, that's when he's got the girl at his uh, at his parents' place. Yep, from the Cigar Store <clears throat> Indian episode. Yep. yep. Okay. All right, we're going to move on. More trivia. Which character crunches the numbers and figures out how to make a killing by returning bottles and cans in Michigan? Kramer. Kramer, yeah. As we just talked about we that We just one. talked about it. <laughs> uh, what, uh, we, we just talked about the episode, too. So, yeah, there you go. Um, who gets to fulfill their lifelong dream of draping themselves in velvet while dating someone who doesn't care about looks? George. Do you have any idea what the episode would be? Um... Uh... Doesn't give a season on here, so I couldn't give you a hint on a season. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna get that. The doodle. I wouldn't have got it oh, either. Oh yeah, no way. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is the multiple choice one, but I know you can do it without it. In the episode, the alternate side, Elaine is taking care of an older man who has a medical emergency. Who holds up the paramedics? I'm gonna say uh, Kramer. Kramer's incorrect. Huh. So it's George. He crashes Jerry's rental car and gridlocks the street. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Cool. So, sure. Okay. Alrighty. In the episode The Frogger, what behavior at the office is starting to drive Elaine to be sick of everyone there? Um. I can uh, give you the A, B, C, and D no, if you want. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. So everybody's... Okay. Crap. I mean, I should... Uh, the thing is, when you give it the multiple choice, that's going to be too easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you would get it. Oh! Too much birthday cake. Y- you're right. It's forced socializing, colon, too many cakes. Yes. But yes, that is okay. correct. Okay. Yep. Oh, Just was... needed a second. Yep. All right. All right. Here's going to be uh, another quote for you. Who says this one? 
you come barging in here asking me to contribute money to a volcano relief fund for Krakatoa. Is it always the one top four? Is it ever a... Oh, yeah, it's always top. That's the way this game is set. Okay, okay. Now, there, there's some other trivia we could probably pull out later yeah. another time. But, it, but this is always going to be This one is always going to be... Yeah, which kind of stinks because yeah. there's so many great side characters in Seinfeld. That's the one downfall with this game, in my opinion. I like it as a fun trivia thing, but every answer, you know, for these quotes and most of this stuff is just one of the main four. But yeah. So many great other characters. Yeah. Okay, can you read it to me again? You come barging in here asking me to contribute money to a volcano relief fund for Krakatoa. It's got to be Jerry, because who else would be barging into his, you know what I mean? Yeah, It is Jerry in yeah. The Truth. Yep, there you go. I want to I want to find one that's not Jerry is the answer, you know? <laughs> You're on, cowboy. That's going to be, that might be a hard one. Ooh, you're on, cowboy. Okay. Um, George? Damn. No, Kramer and the Diplomats Club. I don't even know yeah. what this is. So here, let me give you another one. Oh, that's fine. All right, here's another one for you. Never question my instincts because my instincts are honed. Kramer. Kramer. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the bris. Oh, buddy. Here's, this one's perfect for... I'm going to give you a multiple choice one. We're not going to read the multiple choice. But uh, why is Elaine asked to leave her owner's box seat during a New York <laughs> Yankees game in the episode The Letter? Because she uh, is from Towson and she is wearing a Baltimore Orioles hat. She won't take off her Orioles hat. Yeah, I know you love that one. You love that one. So which character invests in a new pair of tight dungaree jeans to prove that they can still pull off? The look. Oh, Jerry, for sure. He's always thin. Yeah, no, oh, buddy. it's Kramer. It's Kramer oh. with the tight... You were confusing yeah, him with yeah. the 31 waist. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't get it. That was... Yep. Yep, I you failed that one. You yep. flip-flopped. Yeah, they're both jeans related. It so was I one of things get... right when it came out of my mouth, I was like, I think that's Kramer. But yeah, because uh... <laughs> you remember him walking yep. stiff-legged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which character ends yet another relationship after losing to their partner in a game of chess? Um, that one, I think, <laughs> that one, I think, is George, because she's too smart for him. You're right. In the engagement. Okay. We'll do a couple more each. Yeah. Um, let us know if you guys are liking just some, you know, little trivia here going on. It's kind of fun. Yeah. All right. Elaine, this is going to be the potential multiple choice if you need it. Okay. Elaine starts to write a check to get rid of her poor, to get rid of her poor boyfriend in the episode, The Strong Box. Yeah. What did he do to change her mind? He he gave her a bear claw and said, you're the bear claw to my heart or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you're the bear claw in the garbage, garbage bin of my, my heart or something. Yeah, and she changed her my mind. Life. Yep. It was terrible. We hated, hated that. We hated that one. And he wasn't, he wasn't homeless. He was just poor. Yeah. That's all. What is George's official title at his job with the New York Yankees? Um, he is the assistant to the... Uh, traveling secretary. Yes. Woo! Yes. Good job. Good job. <laughs> okay. All right. This is going to be a quote. Who said this one? The question is, did you allow a space for the husband to come in with his God bless you? Um, that's Jerry, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's Jerry. Yep. Yep. Let's see. I dropped a grape in the kitchen and it disappeared. I couldn't find it. I was literally on my knees for 10 minutes looking for the stupid grape. That sounds like Jerry to me as well. That is Elaine in The Stock Tip. That wow. is season one. Wow. <laughs> the season one finale uh -huh. where we learned that we hated George 
when he wins. Yeah. Yeah. Cocky George. That became forever since we always mm-hmm. referred to that George that we hated as Cocky George. Yeah. That's it. All right. Who says my father wears his sneakers in the pool? Sneakers. George. George. Yeah. That was be- I think it was before we ever met uh, Frank. If my parents had a mantle, I might be a completely different person. Uh, that was George. Yep. I and, definitely and the pledge drive. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. After an attractive couple breaks up, which two characters devise a plan to each date one member of the couple by saying, I'm there for you? Jerry and Elaine. Jerry and Elaine. Yep. That was in the wait out. That was Carrie Elways and what's her name? Uh, Deborah, uh, Winger. Deborah Winger. Winger. Yep. Yep. Deborah, Ma- De- Deborah, Deborah Messing. Messing. There yeah, you not go. Deborah Winger. Deborah Messing. Deborah Winger was. I don't remember, but the name's in my fucking head. I know. Yeah, Deborah Winger. I think she was like in, in terms of endearment or something yeah, like that. I, I was way off. <laughs> way off. <laughs> Who gets grapefruit juice squirted in their eye, leading to a series of misinterpreted winks? I'm winking. It doesn't go well on the podcast, but it's George. <laughs> George in the wink. Yeah. Yep. What happens to Kramer in the episode The Doodle after he spends an hour and a half in Jerry's fumigated apartment? Nothing. I mean, he doesn't die. <laughs> he doesn't die, but I want to give you... The, it's kind of a little broad. I mean, like, in general, it's tough to find. But. So, yeah, so he runs... Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. All What's... Right. Uh, just curious. All right. He passes out on the floor of the hallway. He can't taste the delicious flavor of the coveted Mackinac peaches. That. He can't taste. That's yeah, it. Yeah, okay. he can't taste the that, Mackinac Okay, that, all right, that's a good question. I, I would say I got it wrong. I would... Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. All righty. Jerry gives Kramer a stake to put on his black eye in the episode The Apology. Why did Kramer get that shiner? Oh, say that to me one more time. Jerry gives Kramer a stake to put on his black eye in the episode The Apology. Why did Kramer get that shiner? Oh my god, that's gonna... I mean, I know I know this episode. Um... I don't know. He was being a damn fool. <laughs> he was being a damn fool. Um, but he was also taking notes in a public shower to learn how to take a That's shorter right. showers. <clears throat> That's right. That'll definitely get you punched yes. in the eye. Yep. All right. Who said this? I had the upper hand in the post-breakup relationship. And you're going to need it. Uh, Jerry. Oh, Elaine? Elaine. Uh... They're giving this one to Elaine, though. But though most, a couple of them talked about having the upper hand. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who said this? It was, it was the single most damaging experience of my life, aside from seeing my father naked. Well, that sounds like a George. <laughs> George in the statue. All right, we'll run through uh, like one more card each. How sure. about that? Okay, sounds good. All right. Which character thinks they're in love after they meet someone who also orders cereal at the diner? It's Jerry and Janine Garofalo. Yep, absolutely. Which character makes a permanent enemy of a persnickety purveyor of delicious soups, Jesus, <laughs> by failing to respect the order guidelines? So which character makes a permanent en- I, en- enemy? The permanent enemy is Elaine. Yeah. All right. But also George is, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's aspects of that too. Yeah, but definitely Elaine. But Elaine is the most, yep. yeah, is the big enemy. Okay. All right. What was Kramer avoided for? All right. What has Kramer avoided for three years, but then during the episode, The Diplomats Club does again? This is too tough. Wow. Okay, I'm... Oh, the Diplomats Club... Was he... Three years, Kramer didn't do something. Yeah. He was, uh, he, he was leaving the apartment and everything. 
Ooh, man. All right, Where, here's a hint. Where was the Diplomats Club? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> In what kind of building or what what why why was the the diplomats club was a specific place okay so he in a in a building or in a frequently used I, i'm not i'm not gonna get it the diplomats the, the diplomats club was in an airport if that helps oh okay so he hasn't flown in three years no oh he wasn't oh betting he hadn't gambling he gambled in he, three yes, years yes that's when he met the uh yeah, the, the, guy. the texas guy yeah and they remember they brought him back yes, later did. and it didn't kind of yeah, yeah. okay yeah. okay so. All right. Well, yeah, I, I didn't get that one then. Sure. <laughs> Guys and gals, I did not uh, do this on purpose. In the Diplomats Club, <laughs> while out to pick up medication, who does Mr. Pitt, Elaine's boss, mistake Jerry for? So basically just who does Mr. Pitt mistake Jerry for in that Diplomats Club? She's out picking up medication. Who does Mr. Pitt uh, uh, mistake Jerry for? Um... Well, I mean, he thinks he thinks that. Oh no, he thinks it's a pharmacist. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. His medication. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So. He thought he was the pharmacist. Yep. All right. Oh, you know, I've been lying about my income for a few years. I figured I could afford a fake house in the Hamptons. George, this is right. this was when he. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, uh, took the the Rosses up mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Salmon's the opposite of tuna, because salmon swims <laughs> against the current, and the tuna swim with it. That's Jerry. Yeah, it's That's Jerry. In the opposite. And then the last one I will read for you. My presence in that office in that office can only hurt my chances. <laughs> George. George again. Yes. And I'll give you my last one. Me? I've never articulated anything. I am completely incoherent. George. That's, I mean, the self-deprecating would lean very much to George. In the wait out. Okay. Okay. So, guys and gals, uh, we had fun doing this, but let us know if you like the trivia stuff, too. Is this something that you're enjoying? Because uh, we figured we were going to just kind of tack them on after, at the end of our, you know, countdowns and yeah. stuff like that, and then rankings and things, and kind of keep the trivia thing going. It's, it's fun. We enjoy it. But uh, let us know if you're playing along, if you're, mm-hmm. you know, guessing along with us or whatever, um, if you're liking the trivia. Or start a whole another podcast just on Seinfeld trivia. <laughs> yeah, we w- I, I will say that you're right about this game, this particular game. If every answer is going to be George, Jerry, or Elaine or Kramer, yeah. you got a it 25% chance of fucking getting everything yeah. right, you know? Yeah. So, but we'll see how far we can take this, And but we are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's good stuff. All right. Well, thank you guys. We appreciate you uh, for checking out these extra episodes that we are tacking on to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. And you will hear from us in a few weeks with Elaine's top five boyfriends. Mm-hmm.